You're listening to the T20 podcast with Ayaz Memon in association with Lloyd. Khayal jo ghar ko ghar banaye and Domino's. Mumbai have won their third straight match, beating Hyderabad by 14 runs in Tuesday's fixture played in Hyderabad. With me is Ayaz Memon. Ayaz, can I say it or will I be jinxing it? Is this the start of Mumbai's resurgence? Well, you know, it would suggest that three three wins in a row shows that the team has got momentum. They've got some of their very important players, key players, you know, getting into the act of either scoring runs or taking wickets, and that is a sign of a team on the on the surge, on the upswing. So I I think you're absolutely right, and I think you know, in this this was an important match just to keep you know build up on the momentum, but also in the manner of the win because there was a phase, albeit a little too brief. When uh, Agarwal and Klassen were bat- batting, it seemed that Mumbai might be upset, uh, but they got Klassen, and after that, Hyderabad just seemed to fizzle out. Okay, I'm just gonna quickly get you the scores before I go back to Ayaz with some more questions. Uh, Hyderabad won the toss, and of course, Mumbai had to bat first. Rohit Sharma made 28, Ishan Kishan made 38, but it was Cameron Green who came good for his team today, making 64 of 40 to help Mumbai post 192 for five. Marco Jansen picked two for 43. In the chase, Mayank Agarwal managed his highest score of, so far of the season, 48, but that came off 41 deliveries. Harry Brook. Got out on nine after that big century in the last game. The team was one thirty-three for six after fifteen overs, but Brandoff's eighteenth went for nineteen runs, and the equation was down to twenty-four needed from twelve with two wickets remaining. Green bowled a super tight nineteenth over, giving away just four, and then it was Arjun Tendulkar with the ball twenty needed of sixteen, but just four were conceded. And of course, there was a run out, and Arjun Tendulkar picked up his first Indian T20 League wicket as uh, Hyderabad were bowled out. Ayaz, I have to start by asking you who your player of the match was. Well, I think Cameron Green for me because you know he made a half century, which was I think in a in a sense overdue. It was made in half century, but he's too good a player to have been quiet for so long. Then he came up with you know a, a wicket, bowled four overs for 29 runs. But don't forget Tim David. You know he fielded brilliantly, brilliantly four four uh, catches in the deep, a couple of them really good ones. So there were some you know important contributions from the bowlers, including Pius Chawla. You know he, he was hit for a few or quite a few by Klassen, but then he 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 got his revenge back. Uh, you know he got his revenge, got him dismissed, and that kind of turned the tide in Mumbai's favour. Oh, I actually was going to ask you about Cameron Green next as well. Second most expensive player in the tournament's history, bought for seventeen point five zero crore by Mumbai. Thirty five runs in the four matches before this, and he picked up the two wickets. Not exactly peak form, but today scores a half century, takes some wickets as well. But you know, from Harry Brooks also we've seen this. You know, there's this whole big price tag that that you know that they come with, and but you know, are we just expecting too much from these people who've not? Played much cricket in India at all, right? These are just twenty three, twenty twenty four year old boys. So, you know, is this when they start like really finding their footing in the league after having played, you know, four five matches, figuring out the pitches, figuring out their teams? It's also, I think, most of their first seasons as well, right? It is, and I think you're right because this is a learning curve for most of them. For Cameron Green, certainly for Harry Brook, playing in the India T Twenty League, it's in a in a way they know what it's all about, but it's still novel. 
and then you come with mighty reputations because you've done so well in international cricket and everybody is expecting you to repeat the same kind of success every time you go out to bat or bowl or field or whatever and it's not easy because there is a whole bunch of players in fact many players who are out there to prove a point and they are also very good players so nothing comes easy in this league it's a very competitive you know environment and i think that now that he's made this breakthrough cameron green getting a half century getting a wicket essentially becoming the major influence in the outcome of the match i think we might just see him going from strength to strength i have to get one question in on arjun tendulkar opened the bowling today as well gave away 14 in his two overs before he was given the final over where uh, hyderabad needed about 20 runs was that a bit of a punt from rohit to bowl out you know bend off green riley to like give them the earlier overs because it was just arjun left in the end right so that was a bit of a gamble by rohit I don't think it was a gamble because the idea was to try and win the match and you use your bowlers. I mean, you know, when wickets are falling and you've got your 17th, 18th, 19th overs to be bowled by the specialist. I mean, Arjun also has played as a specialist in this match, so he could have come on earlier. But these other guys have taken wickets. They were they've got the more experience at this at this level and certainly a lot more international experience. So and and it proved to be right because they just kept kept picking up wickets and then finally Arjun was left to defend 20 in the last over which in a sense was not such a tall task because Hyderabad had by then lost most of their batsmen there was only Abdul Samad you know remaining there and he looked completely out of touch so you know otherwise he can slog a bit as we know in pre- from previous seasons but in this match he just couldn't get going i think he made 9 or 9 of 12 deliveries or something like that and just not good enough when you know when you're chasing uh, you know 30 39 40 in the last three overs you need a better strike rate than that uh, we've already spoken about cameron but i just wanted to talk about mumbai's four overseas slots right cameron greaves uh, green did well today went off with his two wickets for 37 team and uh, team david like you said took some catches also towards the end i think three four three of them and uh, you know riley also picked two wickets so not exactly the four that we would have guessed that mumbai would end up starting with at the start of the season but you know they're coming together quite nicely and that's also probably like one of the you know the one of thing one of the things that's leading to mumbai on the being on this winning sort of streak yeah i mean look mumbai have always been very selective about their overseas players and they seem to have done very well in the if, if the past is any indication you know i mean dwayne bravo uh, kyren pollard uh, mitch mclanigan and and so many of them so they've always you know trent bolt for a while played in mumbai and did extremely well for them so yeah i mean look uh, they they you know you know they need their overseas players to come good every team needs that harry brook did not coming good today it was a setback for hyderabad had he given them a flying start then you know things start getting a little more uh, you know just start hotting up in the middle it didn't happen Mark Markram getting out when he did, and then of course Larson. So overseas players are a very integral, very important part for any team. I think Mumbai are finally getting the the returns from the overseas players that they've you know kind of invested in. Cameron Green, Tim David, uh, Meredith, even Bernardoff, who bowled very well at the start. So yeah, but it, I think they need a big score from Rohit Sharma. to be really announcing that they are back at, at virtually their best uh, surya surya kumar yadav didn't have a, a great match again today the previous match he was pretty good but ishan kishan is looking good so overall it's it, the combination is coming together they gelling well just a few boxes still need to be ticked but you know that that could be said about all teams i would imagine 
That's true. I'm just going to ask you one last question before uh, we wrap this uh, podcast up. Rajasthan versus Lucknow on Wednesday night. Fight of the two top, uh, you know, uh, top two ranked teams. Rajasthan on a three-match winning streak, but Lucknow coming off the defeat of a defeat against Punjab. Uh, and of course, Rajasthan returned home-home after playing their two home matches in Guwahati. Now they're back in Jaipur. Yes, they are. And that will be, uh, you know, obviously an advantage for them. But more than that, more than just playing at home, I think the manner in which they beat Gujarat is going to be, you know, is, is going to be inspirational. It'll just make them feel so much more confident. I I really fancy Rajasthan. They've been, they're a very good team, very competitive, very, uh, you know, the balance is just right. And they've got sparkling talent in batting, in bowling, in fast bowling, in spin bowling. At the top with Butler and Yashashvi Jaiswal, in the middle with Samson and, you know, right up to Hetmaya as the finisher and, you know, our Ashwin coming in and doing, you know, his bit with bat and ball, <laughs> whatever you ask him. So, with Chahal, with uh, Zampa, I mean, it just looks like a terrific team. Trent Bolt, Sandeep Sharma, I mean, you know, I can go on and on, but suffice to say that Rajasthan is looking to me the team to beat now. Makes me so happy to hear that. Uh, thank you so much, Ayaz, for taking time out. Thank you, Mindrat. That was today's episode of the T20 podcast with Ayaz Memon in association with Lloyd, Khayal Jo Ghar Ko Ghar Banaye and Domino's. This is a Quint original podcast, executive produced by Shelley Walia and Ritu Kapoor. This episode was hosted by Menra Dorji Sahani, produced and edited by Pratik Lidhu and Anjali Palod. And a special thanks to our guest, Ayaz Memon. Stay tuned for our future episodes on your preferred podcast app. You were listening to The Quinn's Podcast.